Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What's up, everybody? This is Baka by Time Frankfurter. That is Magically Average. And today we have made a list of best ofs in anime. So we have... 11 categories for you that are the best of and insert category here and we've kind of just kind of created this kind in of. this the the fanfare in the spirit of the crunchy roll awards going on right now and us just leading to the thought of what would be the best of this type of thing but not necessarily like an anime award category so to, to give an example, the first category we have is the best anime for getting into anime and the best anime to watch on a rainy day, meaning like, hey, I'm saving this one to watch on a rainy day when I don't have anything else to watch and I know it's going to be a good show. So it just kind of like categories like that, it's not necessarily something that is just like, yes, this was the best like character of the season, this was the best character of the year, this was the best anime of the year, this is just like kind of general broad categories that are very subjective so there's also there's also an ask from the community too yeah so So. this is just like a a a list of broad subjects and just our thoughts on what we think is best for that so hopping into it the very first one the best anime for getting into anime now for me myself and i i've mentioned this so many different times on so many different podcasts but for me it's cowboy bebop Cowboy Bebop, to me, is the best anime when trying to get into anime. It's not overly fan servicey. It's not overly, like, plot-structured where you have to be paying attention to every little single detail. But there is plot to it, and it does have a conclusive finale. And it's relatively short, so I think that it's a very good piece to jump into in order to get yourself into anime and kind of 
acclimated to the art style because despite it being an older show with it being the early 2000s late 90s it the art style still holds up it's still mm-hmm. relatively fresh so yeah to me it's cowboy bebop i took a different approach because my my answer was also cowboy bebop but i would say that for Someone who's always been interested in anime and just doesn't know the best one to get, like, to start out. Mm-hmm. I also interpret it as what is the best anime to force someone into anime? Like, if you had to convince someone that anime was good mm-hmm. and right off the bat get them hooked, what would it be? And my answer would be Attack on Titan. Because I think it has one of the strongest first episodes in terms yeah. of just gripping you right from the get-go. I, I would agree with that. I mean, we obviously don't like season four, but, you know, to get you into it and get you into kind of that animated world, yeah, I, I agree that first episode-wise, that is probably the most jarring first episode of just like, okay, the the anime is not just for children. This can be for adults as well or for an older audience. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, I think that that's a good pick if we are just sticking to the first season. Yep. I um, That was always a debate, too. I, I know I've, I've heard other, like really large streamers and content creators always ask that question because anime has become so popular recently. It's like, what do you show someone who's like just blatantly refuses no matter what you say, no matter what you show them, whatever TikToks, Instagram posts, like news, whatever, like they just can't get them to actually sit down and watch an episode. Like what is, what would be the ideal one? If you had one shot to convince them, and the one repeated is always Attack on Titan. And I do agree with that, too. I think Attack on Titan has one of the stronger first episodes just for that for that purpose solely. Is it great all around? Not really for first-time watcher. It's very confusing for a first-time watcher. But if you are if you just want to get someone hooked, I would say that. But I, I think overall, though, Cowboy Bebop is definitively... It's a good overall presentation. Like, it's, yeah. it's an overall... Yeah, like... It's also, if you're talking about overall, like kind of show, like for a first timer, I think that that would be a great show to start out with. Yeah, and it follows because it is very inoffensive. It follows a similar structure to what people are used to in Western cartoons too, which is like a very loose main storyline. More, just each Episodic. episode is yeah, yeah exactly. So I think yeah. that's the part of the comfortability too. You're not having to pay attention to every minute detail watching an anime to figure out what the hell's going on and who's connected to whom and what's the deal with this person and all, you know, all that stuff. It's very much just enjoy the ride. Yeah, no, I'd agree. Um, moving on to our second category, uh, we brought it up at, you know, as the other example, the best anime to watch on a rainy day. Now this, as I explained is like, this is a show that you've kept tucked away in your backlog waiting for a rainy day, waiting for a day that you really don't have much. You're like, what should I watch? It's like, okay, I'm going to finally start this. This is the day that I finally start this series. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, this is a personal one because I've, I I looked at uh, uh, my Mal before making this list and I'm nearly up to 400 entries. 
Um, and for me, there's been one show that I've really been meaning to get to, and I just haven't, because I know it's a good show, and I know that I will enjoy it. I just don't want to just start it quite yet, and that is Kids on the Slope. It is a music anime that I've really been interested in watching, and I just haven't started it. I've heard nothing but great things about it. You know, I I bring up to other people like, oh, I like the show, the show, the show, and they're like, you would love Kids on the Slope, and I was like, I I don't disagree with that, but I just want to like, it, it, I haven't reached a point in my life where it's like I've had a, a a weekend or a week to just myself to just relax, hang out, and fully appreciate a show like that. Like I we're I'm so used to the week to week. I'm working. I'm you know full time job. I'm watching shows while I work and slightly paying attention to the shows or slightly paying attention more attention to work at, at any given point so it's like i want to fully be able to sit down go through all 12 or 13 episodes in the series and just watch it because i know that it's going to be good i just mm-hmm. haven't been able to commit that time to it yeah so this was like my what to watch when you're sick anime because i did okay. that i i remember in I think it was in college, um, mm-hmm. both when I was actually at school and then once over break, I was sick. And I think um, when I was back at home recovering, I had watched uh, Dead Man Wonderland because I was like really interested in it. I thought it was a really interesting premise and I loved it. And then I think at school, I, I think I binged a couple. I think I rewatched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because I just wanted to. And then I watched a Soul Eater and then probably something else. But yeah, for me, um, so I took it, again, two ways. So my what I like to watch on a rainy day, like if it's rainy, if I have all the time in the world, if I don't have to do anything, I like watching mm-hmm. Dagashikashi. Because who, okay. like, who doesn't just like wa- watching anime about some snacks and treats and stuff? So this is a suggestion if you haven't watched it. It's the perfect one because it's it's very lighthearted. It's just about snacks and sweets in Japan. It's wonderful. But my, I mean, I my list of anime to watch, there's a plethora to choose from. I think the one that I've, that I've been meaning to watch for forever, because it's, it's at this point like a staple. It's a, it's, I don't want to say it's like a gatekeeper type anime. Like if you haven't watched it, are you really an anime <laughs> fan kind of thing? Right. Uh, but it definitely feels that way sometimes. Um, I, I mine would be, um, oh, I'm gonna forget the name of it. <laughs> Evangelion. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Because I've never watched it. I, there's a lot of old anime that I never watched. Because I I grew up watching most of every single anime on Toonami. It wasn't until, I, it wasn't until I think either senior year of high school or into university where I like bought some anime on Blu-ray. And I'd watch them all the way through, like Cowboy Bebop and Full Fooly Cooly and stuff like that. Because I would always watch bits and pieces of them as a kid. Like I watched Inuyasha like that, Naruto, One Piece, Bleach, all of those when they were coming out in in English in the United States. Um, so I didn't get I didn't get really exposed to those the other ones like the classic um, anime from back then. So. I think for me it would be Evangelion. Again, like the my list could go on though. I could say Trigon, 
I could say yeah. I want to watch through all of Inuyasha because I, I haven't. You know, I could say even Sailor Moon. Like, there's just a lot of, like, classic ones that I should watch through. Not to mention the slew of anime that I've said over the last, like, three years, four years of doing this. Like, oh, I want to watch that. That looks good. And then just never fucking touching it. Like, so. you still need to finish, uh, was it Aquatope that you needed to finish? Yeah, Aquatope and White uh... Sands. Yeah. yeah, that one was annoying, though, too, because I had gone into it just thinking, like, oh, it's going to be 12 episodes, and the 12th episode was great, and I was like, yeah, I'm happy about it, and then it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, there's a second core, and I'm like, fuck, and I think it was coming, oh, I think it was coming out during, like, a really heavy, heavy, like, top, like, a really top-heavy season, too. It was of, fall of some season. It was either fall or winter. I don't remember yeah, when Core 2 I, came out. I think it was, like the same year like the same season as like demon slayer and like a my hero or something i don't know there was a lot going on and i was just like well i'll get to it when i get to it but yeah that one premiered in summer so it was fall 2021 i'd have to go back and look and see yeah what all happened there but But that's another one like that i want to watch through again there's there's a ton but in terms of like an actual anime that i do want to sit down and watch through all the way through, probably just in one go, get it done with, is uh, Evangelion. Yeah, it's a good one. It's one of my favorites for sure, but I know that it's also just kind of batshit crazy and not for everybody. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, no, I like batshit crazy stuff, so. Yeah. I, that's why but, I just, I want to give it the time it deserves to. Like, I don't want to watch it, like how we watch new anime coming out where it's week to week, because I feel like I, my brain would just not allow me to remember stuff and then yeah. it would just get to a scene and i'd be like what the fuck is happening <laughs> so no just exactly. one go blast through it yep uh next on our list is anime to cure a bad mood now this is just a show that you watch whenever you're in a bad mood and you just need to pick me up for me i'm gonna go a little bit of recency bias uh it's gonna be bochi the rock for me now there's a multitude of reasons why I say Bochi the Rock. One, the anime itself is great. But two, there are those days where you're just at work, you're in the office, and you're like, man, screw this day. This day sucks. Whenever I have those days, like, I'll usually, like, I mean, just on my way home from work, I'll listen to a podcast. But if I have a bad day, I always throw on the soundtrack for Bochi the Rock because those songs are so fantastic. They're so much fun. They're high energy. It, it It's a good little pick-me-up in the middle of the day that otherwise would have just been ruined by a miserable thoughts and whatever have you. When you're having a bad day, you know you're having a bad day. So for me, whenever I try to turn it around, most of the time it's something Bochi the Rock related, whether it be the music itself because I I listened to that album, let alone their newest their new live album that came out uh, way too much, <clears throat> and I I have not actually fully watched the show more than I really should have. I'll probably be rewatching Bochi the Rock here shortly, yeah. Because I've just had that hankering for it. Mine but, is yeah. my. I mean, I don't know if it's so much recency bias. I just this is something that I just like. I, I've watched it a couple of times now, but it's um, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Now it's just it's cutesy. It's really good art. I like the fact that it just out of nowhere will blow you away with battle scenes that it doesn't deserve to be in it. Like I, I can't remember what studio does it, but they're just like, what if we pretended to be Ufotable for like two minutes, and we'll just throw out this n- d- nasty, disgusting fight scene that you're just like. 
the hell am I watching? Isn't this a slice of life? And then they'll just go back to <laughs> slice of life, and you're like, okay. Um, it, it's made great, by though. Kyoto Animation, by the way. Okay. Yeah, wonderful job. That studio, yeah. but that one's just it one's the ideal. Just if you're feeling down, why not fill it with cute dragon girls that are all bubbly and wonderful and just fun. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like that, that category is kind of very self-explanatory. There's nothing really more to yeah. expound upon. So we'll just move on to the next one. The um, An anime for comfy vibes. Now, this is just something that you're like, you could be in a bad mood. You could be in a good mood. This is just a show that you're just like, I'm going to get comfy for the night. I'm just going to watch this and enjoy this. It's just a, a hit of serotonin whenever you need. And this is a show that we reviewed long time ago and i have not revisited it but like anytime i see the title of it i'm just like yes i'm hit with that little bit of serotonin i'm like yes and there is always this clip that like surfaces once every six months for the show um but the show is a place further than the universe mm. um the show was just a fun cutesy show that just is a, again a, a boot like boost of serotonin and the clip of her trying to talk to her mom about uh going on this trip and then her mom coming at her with the frying pan oh the yeah dad coming home opening the door and being seeing what's going on just closing the door again it's just, just saying sorry it's, it's like yeah i'm so sorry my daughter it's just so funny it's so good haha <laughs> beat your children it's funny no like it's it's such a funny little quirky show and it's just a boost of serotonin Especially, like, anytime I see the title, I'm just, like, I'm just reminded of the good times with that show. So, so for me, Comfy Vibes, if I'm wanting to get comfy, I think a place further in the universe, uh, further than the universe is, uh, you do worse. So. Probably not the best idea to go from, haha, beating your child to, it's just really good vibes. Yeah, it's really good vibes. Um, <laughs> all right, well, take your word for it. Mine is... Akavia Sailor Uniform, just because it's it's like the epitome of what you would expect. It, it, like if you could just shadow a you know a high school student. I know they're middle school, but it sounds a little creepier when you say middle school. But like if you were just to get a glimpse into what it's like to be a, a part of you know school in Japan. And what life is like for the kids going to school. Like that's it, like no fantastical nature to it. Nothing like over the top. There's no chaos around it. It's just straight up. This is what school life is. That's Akavi's sailor uniform. Add in the fact that it has some of the most gorgeous animation I've ever seen. Like animation, art style, just everything about this anime i was astonished by i could not handle the like level of work and craft that went into creating this anime that's just that's just about a girl that goes to a middle school that used to wear sailor uniforms but now they don't and she's the only one that wears one that's it it's a, it's a cute little comfy it's, show as well it's wonderful i love it it, it like that's the type of slice of life where it is truly just that it is you are peering into the lives of of some family 
in a small rural part of Japan and you just see their day to day. That's, that's all. Again, there's no, you don't have dragons like Kobayashi. You don't have like all these other, like, you know, it's not like, uh, Nagatoro or, um, Uzaki chan or like anything like that. There's no etchiness or anything like stereotypical people think like when you say slice of life, they're like, Oh, it's just, just etchy hair and bullshit. Like, no, this one is deaf. Like the definitive, just slice of life. It's the perfect comfy vibe. Just throw a blanket over, get some snacks and stuff and just binge it. It's only 12 episodes. Yeah. It's wonderful. Fair enough. I have nothing to add to that because it's pretty much all the best way to describe it. So moving on to our next category, the best aesthetic anime. And that's just like, what is your favorite like art style? What is the best kind of just, you know, art style? What do you groove with? What do you vibe with uh, in a, a show and or in this instance, for me, movie. Now, for me, I'm giving the aesthetics... I mean, granted, you could say that they've made shows for this movie or it's generally the same aesthetic in the show as the movie, but for me, it's the night of short walk-on girl. Um, I think that the art style and the insanity that surrounds this movie, the aesthetic of this movie is insanely amazing. Um, It's super unique. It's very different. It is way out there. And it's just one of those things that I've never seen anything like it. There are other shows that I thought about putting on this list, and one I'll bring up later that is on this list. But um, it is by far the one of the most unique art styles um, in a in a anime show that I or movie that I've ever watched. If you want to watch the a show uh, Tatami Galaxy or Tatami Tatami Galaxy or Tatami Time Machine, there's two series. Uh, you can go watch, and it has that art style to it. But this movie in specific, though, is phenomenal. It's a great movie in general. Um, it's just a blast to watch from start to finish. Highly, highly, highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was between two for mine. Um, I, and I, they're relatively similar, just in nature. In that the I like the animation because it is just pure insanity and chaos. Um, but I ended up going with uh, Kill a Kill being the best aesthetic because my heart wants to give it to Fooly Cooly because it was like the first anime that was like that for me, where it was just like everything and nothing happening all at once, and then the animation would just go wild for no reason. I was, still love the Fooly Cooly comic book scenes. Like the the comic the uh, strips. Oh, the, no, the where they the, go the yeah. comic strips and they yeah. just like, why are we doing this? This is too expensive. <laughs> yeah, and they break the fourth wall all the time. Well, like yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Like they they not only do they change like is the art style itself really unique and intriguing, but like they change art styles too because they'll go into comic strip form. There's a scene where it's literally just South Park. They just become South Park. Like in, in like the the paper, like in with right. the crazy heads and stuff and the yeah like just weird shit like that. I love that about Fully Cooly, but I think Kill a Kill just stands out slightly more because it keeps a consistent uh, animation style, mm-hmm. but still goes like to levels where 
you just don't expect them to go to in the animation quality. Like right. a lot of scenes that stick out. There's like, there's a scene where they first go to school and they're just getting shot by like everyone in the town as they like travel to school. There's like a grandma with like a bazooka. Like everyone's just got machine guns. Um, there's just like a bunch of weird shit like that. Uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun. That's what I liked about it too. Like Fooly Cooly was cool. I liked the art style because it was cool, but Kill a Kill was more fun. I think that's yeah. why it it for me it's got the the best aesthetics um, for anime. But I mean, honestly, it's a toss up. Like I, I'll probably rewatch both and then change it to Fully Cooly, and then I'll watch them again and I'll change it back to Kill a Kill. Like it's it's honestly could go either way. Yeah, and speaking of toss up in rewatching shows, our next category: best anime to rewatch. Oh, yeah. So for me. Um, I, there's a handful that I go between. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is one that I rewatch quite often. Um, but the one that I went with, just to keep it a little bit more fresh than that, is Toradora. I've probably, outside of Cowboy Bebop, I think Toradora is the show I've rewatched the most. It is one of those comedy, romance, anime, slice of lifes that I can go back to and I feel like I catch something new each and every time. There's just. Something about it, it. I know that a lot of people will be like, "Oh, if you want to get into romance anime or you know, uh, slice of life romance, like Torador is the most vanilla one out there. It's the most inoffensive, and it's it's true. But there's no reason that vanilla can't be excellent. Vanilla, like it is an excellent show. And to me, like if I'm ever just looking for something to rewatch, something to you know scratch that itch that isn't Cowboy Bebop. Torador is usually it. Now, I will say, uh, right up there with it is uh, Oran High School Host Club. I absolutely think that that show is hilarious as well, and it's another one that I always catch something new every time I rewatch it. But I have not rewatched it nearly as many times as I have Toradora. I probably rewatch Toradora once a year, if not once every year and a half, just because. I do like watching it around Christmas time with the Christmas episodes. Those uh, those couple episodes in that show are are phenomenal. So it's it's really a good show to rewatch, and I usually do try to rewatch it around Christmas time. So that is my uh, my list for rewatch. How about you, buddy? Um, yeah, I don't. There's not a lot of anime that I've rewatched a ton of. Um, probably just outside of Cowboy Bebop and Fooly Cooly. Um, You're not rewatching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure all the time. <laughs> no, it, the back, my <laughs> background and my hoodie might say otherwise, but no. Um, I, I have, re, I mean, I've rewatched it with my wife. So like, I, I watched it originally when I was in law school, and then I rewatched it, um, right up through like the newer seasons with my wife too. So, like, and I, I, I do like going back and rewatching JoJo. Like, it's, it's fun. The, the thing is. is is like there's certain series that there are series that I have watched multiple times. It's just thinking about at this point in time, going back and rewatching them seems like such a daunting task because they're longer. Like Jojo's is long. Um, yeah. I've rewatched bleach. I think two, three times bleach is incredibly long. Uh, yes, it is. like there's for me when I want to go rewatch something, it's, it's, gonna be 
relatively short, but not too short where you're like, ah, I remember I wanted more and I don't get more. So this is sad. Um, so for me, the one I have rewatched a good amount is uh, Soul Eater. And I do like going and rewatching Soul Eater. Um, I know it, like people are going to be like, oh, it's just etchy and it's lame and blah, 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 blah. I don't What care. are you, a teenager? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just like an edgy emo teen baby man like whatever my brain's slowing down today i mean you are a baby man but it's fine yeah i'm excuse me man baby please get it right oh right right right. sorry let me get that right you're you you. are a man baby thank you it's a man comma baby um but with soul eater it's like i've watched it a number of times on my own i've rewatched it with another one with my wife too um and I just, I find myself picking up some things that I didn't remember from before and being like, oh yeah, that's right. Oh, that was pretty cool, huh? And yeah. and then I, <laughs> I don't know why I do this to myself. I also, I get to the very end and I'm like, oh, right. That's how it ends. And I get very end. mad. <laughs> I get very mad and I'm like, God damn it. But the, the, the rest of the anime is just so good i i love the progression i love the 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 blocks like the it's, it's i don't even want to call them arcs i guess they are considered to be arcs but they're a little choppy um but like all the different arcs are just really fun the characters are all really interesting i like i love this is another one that i was debating putting in the aesthetic because i fucking love the town that they're in like the death city and everything yeah. about death city like just the architecture of it all i love the i my wife and i loved it so much we got matching tattoos i have the moon she has the sun like just those like pieces of the art the colors and how everything is like so crazy bright even though it's in like a dark kind of town like it's just so well done i love that piece too there's a lot of pieces to it i love the intro song i love all of the different fight scenes i think they're great i think every single arc they have is entertaining as well albeit some of them deserve more time than others but yeah this is definitely one that i don't mind going back and rewatching. it's also like oh god i'm gonna get yelled at for getting this wrong i want to say it's like between 48 and 52 episodes Somewhere around there. So it's like, it's long enough. 51. Oh, God. Split the difference, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Nailed um, it. It's long enough that you you could knock it out in a weekend, right? You could just ram a long it. weekend. <laughs> this, is, this is a weekend like when I was in college and I was sick. And I'm like, I'm just going to lay in bed and I'm going to be sick. And I'm just going to watch an anime. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Like you can you can knock it out. You could also drag it out too. Uh, you know it's it's a it's a relatively good length. It doesn't it it doesn't like drown out though, and it's not you know an abrupt stop to where you're just yeah. like, no, I want more. So I I think that Soul Eater is is probably like the ideal from what I've watched so far, like the ideal anime to rewatch. You can't tell, but on the back shelf, like right here, there's it's big all the yellow, yellow blob. <laughs> This is the Soul Eater yeah. Perfect Editions for the manga. I've been reading it. I have not watched the anime. I know that the ending is different uh, in the anime compared to the manga. And I've recently found out that I have passed the ending mm-hmm. of the anime from the manga because the manga is on chap- or 
volume 13 just came out for the perfect editions which is like ends midway through volume 20 of the regular releases and there's only 25 volumes so i'm like i've got to be past it by now um and i am so this might yeah. be something that i do watch relatively soon so my this is this is also one where like i don't wish this for many because there's not a ton out there that i've read and watched where there's been such a, a large discrepancy in terms of ending right um but this is soul eater i think is one that deserves a remake you know yeah to some degree um i don't want them to do yeah yeah the last thing i want them to do is be like here's six episodes to round out the tale like i'd want them to just be like you know what the perfect editions are out we've got you know everything's been just uh, it's it's had a nice archive to it right we've we've completed this the set Let's do it justice, and we're gonna redo Soul Eater, the complete edition, or the I'm perfect edition, or you, whatever. You don't want them to pull a Blue Exorcist, essentially, where yeah. after episode seventeen, it's like an original ending, and then they did a season two, which picks up right after episode seventeen. Uh, I've recently rewatched that, Another. so I can watch the new season. I'm just like, what the fuck happened in season two and mm. one, and what? Another so. reason why I'm not a really big fan of that anime. But anywho. Moving on, next category is best bingeable anime. Now, this is something that you can do. I mean, take it with how you will. This is something that you can just binge through that is an enjoyable show overall. Mine is a little bit of a hot take here because I know that this show I don't think it is, is... compared to mine. Okay. This show, it's a shonen and people either fucking love shonen to the umph degree or they fucking think it's the most boring piece of shit in the world. But for me, it's my hero academia. It's not over quite yet, but we're getting there. It's 138 episodes long. Uh, the first season being 13 and the next five seasons being 25 apiece. of the 138 episodes. Only four of them are filler. Granted, yeah. I think you take a dip in season five in quality of the story, but I feel like overall the story is relatively good. The characters are fun, and the the power system in the world is pretty unique and pretty like set in stone. Like it's not super crazy. Mm -hmm. You do have two superpowers that are above the others, but for all intents and purposes, like if you put in the effort, you can make yours work out too and be a top hero. Like I think that it is pretty well balanced. I think it is a fun show. Is it the greatest thing on earth? Hell no. It It's not like the best thing since sliced bread. It is just a good show. And I think if you're going to binge something, if you want to sink your teeth into something, I think that there are worse shows than My Hero Academia. It's a fun series. And I, I think that the characters in the series really kind of carry this show. You're laughing. I, you just said there's there could be worse ones, and I just I I'm like God, he's clairvoyant. He knows exactly what I'm gonna say. Mm. Um, I so so I don't disagree with your take. I I would I would want to clarify in this case what we would define as being bingeable, mm -hmm. because like I mean for me bingeable that's been completed that you could in theory just crank out like in maybe a weekend oh, they're again. cranking 
yeah, just smash it and pass it and just keep it on going down. I'm I'm so tired. Um, I would say for me, if we were defining it in that regard, it would be Full Metal Alchemist or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I think those are those are ones where it's so hard to stop watching because it's so good and you just want to keep continue like you just want to keep going like there's no point at which you just want to be like all right i need to take a breather um maybe to cry uh <laughs> like weep weep quickly and then hop back into it but like those would be like bingeable hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, my actual pick is bingeable from the standpoint it is still going same as my hero but it's bingeable from the standpoint of like i would want personally to go back and watch it because i've found myself having to rewatch like an episode or two just to refresh my my brain um and i feel like just watching it all in one go would be like the best way to actually view this anime uh and i laugh because you're like there could be worse ones and i know you're gonna cringe when i say this but it's overlord Ugh. in but in fairness i know you hate it in fairness it i was, binged this show yeah i know but, <laughs> but like you were able to follow it from season one to season two to season three into season well you stopped at season i did three. not watch season four yeah, i didn't did watch season watch four it. i was but like i was over it i loved it i i think it's a great I don't even think it's really an isekai. We'll just say general fantasy. Um, sure. Say what you will, if he's actually dead in the real world or not. Um, but it, it's a fantastic fantasy anime. The one downside is that there is there are so many characters and there's so many moving parts once season one ends. Like, season one is confined to just this, the tomb of... Uh, Nazarek, I think. Don't skewer me. Nazarek. Like I it's yeah, been it's been a while, okay, people. I, I know Two I like this. Is, yeah. Uh like that that's primarily where the story takes place. There's an incident where Shaltier gets um like taken over, like or her mind's taken over and they have to like rescue her, and that's like the big d- d- mystery for season one. Right. Like not much, right? Then season two goes, oh, you thought you were all comfy and safe here. Bam, here's 
what seems to be 38 million civilizations you have to take into consideration and the 20 billion people that inhabit this place have fun remembering everything shithead and i'm just like okay all right well starting back at square one here we go and then season three kicks in you're like do you remember this person if not feel bad because they are the most important person for this season and i'm like Okay. So like again, and I'm and I'm not saying this as like a major major critique into why I dislike it at all. Like it, it is a fault. I, I think it is challenging to follow, especially when you're watching it as they air. But to binge it though, again, would in from my perspective would be like the most ideal way to watch it because you're able to follow along the story as it's being told without the choppiness of watching it, you know, week to week when new seasons come out. I think that's like yeah. a much easier way to digest it all. Albeit it's a lot. It's a lot to digest. There's there's a shit ton going on. But you're you're able to qu- like quickly connect pieces and follow the different storylines. Whereas me watching season four and I'm still trying to get through it, I'm having to like fucking like patch that i'm like licking paper and like sticking it there like this kind of fits there and i'm like uh, this paper sticking to my hand from all the glue and there's like glue in my hair i'm like i'm just trying to put this picture together nothing's working i can't figure it out and just like it's just this gobbled up messed up image and i'm like all right i kind of see something (laughs) it's like a parrot i don't know and they're like dude it's a map of the fucking u.s and i'm like cool i don't know what what the hell's going on sir why do you uh, like it florida and washington state (laughs) yeah i don't know man i that's a state yeah i thought that was a wiener yeah if i were if i were going in that regards of like I would have to watch like seasons one to two and like binge it that way because yeah. I wouldn't understand it. It's actually the show that I'm rewatching right now, and that's ReZero. I, I feel oh, like I am yeah. having a phenomenal time with season one of ReZero, binging the ever living hell out of it because I recently tried to start watching season two and couldn't remember gobbledygook from fucking the, the Pazellis or what's oh, the, I, I, uh... the Italian meat, the Gabagool. I could not fucking tell the difference between anything. I was like, who's this person? Where does this person come from? I forgot that the sloth person existed. What's going on? Oh, I love like, sloth. I have um, not watched season two of that show because I could not remember diddly dick about season one. That was that was like me watching just season one. So I had, ReZero had been on my list for like a while, right? Yeah. Ignore the fact that I have a fuck ton of REM figures everywhere <laughs> in my room who's like, that yeah who is that i like her um like re-zero had been on my list for for years and years and i was like finally there was one weekend i don't know why i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it and i'd watched like 12 episodes straight and i was like fuck dude this is incredible oh my god and then life happened things picked up couldn't get it back and i got back into it like you know, a while back, I was like, "All right, let's pick up where we left off." I started the episode, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on? Who are you?" <laughs> I know you're this... Subu Woo, but <laughs> I'm like, "Well, I was like, is this episode one? Because I don't know what's going on." I was like, "What's? Is this a new season?" And I look, and I'm like, "No, it's still season one." What the fuck is happening? Why is there a whale? What's this whale? Weren't they? Didn't he just get his head lopped off from being frozen? What? 
huh? <laughs> it's like, I, I, yeah, that, that's another one where it's bingeable from, again, the perspective of like, you want to watch it all in one go. Cause it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's so much easier to follow that once you start breaking it up, <laughs> you just stare at the screen like, oh, 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 I'm going to pretend like I know what's going on, but I have <laughs> nothing up here. There's nothing going on. It's a flat line. Yeah, no. Um, we've we've got to get a move on. We've got a, no. four categories left, and we're nearly an hour in. So moving right along, uh, best anime for when you need a cry. For me, um, it's not necessarily like I am sad or like you know i it's just like when i am feeling emotional like when i have like a lot of things it's not necessarily just sad but if i'm like i'm sad i'm overwhelmed and i have everything going on in the world it's like what can i watch to give myself that emotional just like justification of just give me a good fucking cry and usually for me i go with this show that doesn't or for me it's a movie I don't go with something that is actually depressing. I actually go for something that is actually good and happy. And to me, that's your name. Every single time without fail, the ending of your name, when they get, spoiler alert, when they finally get back together, when they finally see each other and they ask each other, what's your name, essentially, it, every time with the fucking, just the music and everything, like just all the emotions that I've been feeling throughout the week or whenever, just, just come pouring weeps out. Weeps like a baby. Yes. They just come pouring out. <laughs> and it's just the most like cathartic thing for me. So like, to me, it is your name. Like it is such a good, consistent cry. I can't remember the episode of SpongeBob, but it's the episode like where he's <laughs> crying and he's just crying in different ways. He's like shooting tears into a glass and drinking it and then shooting tears into a glass. I just imagine that's you. Just every time. <laughs> um, it's so good. But yeah, that's my I, pick. Yeah, there's not like it takes a lot for me to cry. <laughs> like especially at like there's there's a handful of things that will no matter how many times I watch it, no matter how many times I play it, will will make me sob. Um examples. The fucking first season of uh The Walking Dead, a Telltale series, uh that will mm-hmm. make me make me weep like a child. Uh no doubt. Uh, that ending is heartbreaking. Uh, I think there's a part in ODST 2 where I was like, I got choked up when I first played it. Like ODST, I, I, ODST is one of my favorite, Halo ODST, um, one of my favorite games. Absolutely love For it. For being technical, it's Halo 3 ODST. <sighs> you could be technical on my nuts. Shut up. What does ODST <laughs> stand for? Uh, orbital Drop yep. Troopers. Shock Trooper. Fuck you. Nah, I was close enough. <laughs> you the suck. fact that I got orbital, right? <laughs> I was like... surprised. When you said orbital, I was like, ah, oh, shit, he knows it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, like, there, there's like, a, and then there's movies too, like um, the Green Mile, Forest Gump, basically anything that Tom Hanks is in, apparently. Yeah, uh, that'll make Toy me cry. Story. Uh, the the Toy Story. <laughs> fucking Woody just gets me. You can't even. I can't even hear you. There's a snake Buzz in my boot without just. Buzz can't tear. even get to the window, and it's just like, oh, he can't fly. God damn it! It's not even Tom Hanks. Is, anyway, um, the the two anime though that like that took me by surprise and 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 made me very emotional. 
where and and because i i view this like when you need a cry to be like you just you want to just you want to feel feelings like you you're so hardened that you just want a good like just get broken down and start weeping quietly to yourself in the corner of your room um the the two for me are the are akotof on white sand and uh ranking of kings there are there are multiple scenes in ranking of kings that did it for me but there's one scene in aquatope and white sand that i i was not mentally prepared for um nor obviously was i emotionally prepared for and uh it destroyed me (laughs) when i watched it i i'm pretty sure if my wife came in she would just think i was cutting onions in here because like my eyes were red (laughs) and i'm like wiping my face i'm like oh my god weakness can't show weakness (laughs) um and then ranking of kings broke me uh <laughs> this is embarrassing to say but i don't care anymore i'm tired uh we'll say it i remember i watched the episode that that got me in ranking of kings um i i think i was like watching it while taking a bath too so i'm just like i'm like <laughs> relaxing like oh i got like the candle going i've got like some snacks in front of me and i'm watching this and then the scene happens i'm just like <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> I don't. My wife's like, I didn't was even talking to you. What did you say? And I'm like, no, shut up. Um, no, yeah, like those those two anime head scenes that that really took me off guard. And they're like overall too, especially Aquatope on White Sand. It's a very emotional anime. Um, yeah. Uh, quick premise it's girl was a former idol gets basically kicked out for being too old has a like a basically an early life crisis flies off to okinawa japan uh and because she's living in tokyo and discovers a dilapidated uh, aquarium and just starts working there and it's like all about community it's all about um people finding a happy place like wherever it might be or with whomever it might be and it you just connect with it on so many different levels like it is it is a very much a down-to-earth you know just straight emotions type anime not always sad by any means like there are plenty of happy scenes there are a lot of like joyous occasions in it but it is you know it's very down to earth it's very real life you know it's it's stuff that does in fact happen it's kind of like how you handle it but god damn when that old vet appeared into the aquarium and saw his long lost brother who he lost in world war ii you better believe i was fucking sobbing my heart out i was like god damn it why and then it war spins. SpongeBob. Yeah, war. Thanks, Miss Puff. It like spins back to the aquarium, and I'm like, "Fuck you! The fish are pretty." <laughs> uh, the fish are pretty. And speaking of pretty fish, this is gonna be an interesting one. Do you actually wait? Hang on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Do you actually have a transition for that? Is your anime no. related to pretty fish? No, it's not. But it, this is this is the other show that I thought about for aesthetic, so I was gonna go with the pretty angle here. Okay. This is a um. So the next one is um kind of an interesting topic. Uh, you had to ask for clarification, so I'm just gonna clarify. Uh, best anime you never want to watch again. Yeah, now for I'm, me, this I'm is the idiot. rose. This is the rose tinted glasses anime uh category. Basically, something that you watch that you remember being very very good that you really thoroughly enjoyed. But if you go back and rewatch it now, 
your opinion's probably going to be f- different. It's probably not going to be as good as you thought it was back when you originally watched it. Mm-hmm. And for me, this is uh, something that I put that I could have easily put on the aesthetics list because it is so different from what I remember. And again, it's been since it actually released since the last time I watched it. But um, Grimgar. Grimgar to me is a show that I remember and I have very fond memories of and it being a good show. But there is a lot of good criticism about this show that I feel like may influence my decision if I ever go back to rewatch it and being like, ooh, yeah, this really wasn't that great. Because I know a lot of people think that it's just a boring show, but I, I remember it as more than a boring show. I remember it as a show where people who are newly dead have to figure out life in this new world and you know learn how to combat or literally do combat and fend for themselves and live in this new type of world that they're in so to me i thought that that was very interesting and the art style of it is like watercolor and it's very unique it's very different and i thoroughly enjoyed it and i i really enjoyed my time with it and i'm kind of scared to rewatch it again because I know the criticisms in the back of my head are just going to creep forward and be like, hmm, yeah, this is kind of boring, or this is kind of bad. So, to me, this is probably that show with the rose-tinted glasses that I'll never revisit. Um, So, Yeah, yeah. mine is Dead Man Wonderland. Um, That's that's also a good one. I didn't even think of that one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I love the shit out of it, and and maybe it was just because I love the intensity of it. It was right again when i was starting to watch attack on titan when it was coming out too so like it just anime that was for me that broke the mold of like what people viewed to be like traditional or standard in like it being intense but you know still being very tame about it like those two anime blasted away that that premise like entirely like AOT had death and destruction from point O, basically, of, of its start. Same with Dead Man Wonderland. Dead Man Wonderland started off with a fucking creature obliterating a classroom of students and one lone survivor. Like not obliterating to where like, you know, there's still bodies. No, like th- there's no bodies. The room right. is just blood and guts. Like it, like th- I was like, holy fuck. Uh so yeah, I mean, I, I think that piece to it, the the level of intensity was probably what skewed my perception of it. I did find it very entertaining. I, I, I like the idea of um, this privatized prison marketing uh, itself as being like the world's number one entertainment for prisoners to, to defy odds and escape the treacherous game. And people are like, oh, it's all CG. Meanwhile, a guy's getting like, melted in a vat of acid that he fell in they're like haha look at him go he's doing it <laughs> uh wasn't that, wasn't that essentially the premise of the movie running man the running man no i equated kind of. i equated it to uh gamer with the mm, what's his nuts was that the gerard, gerard butler yeah that shitty gerard butler film yeah it was basically <laughs> the same thing let me right? take control and i'll win yeah it is the same thing just like it prisoners going through a gauntlet to quote unquote gain their freedom right what um, was the what was the same premise but it had to do with cars where they had to race each other it's a rat race 
Was it Death Race? Was it Rat Race or Death Race? No, was... Rat Race is a comedy for sure. Yeah, that's where they're in Vegas and it's uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., Seth Green, and oh god, uh, that's right. God, who's the the? Is it just Death Race then? Maybe it is. I'll look it up. Death Ball is a Death Ball run. No, it's Death know. Race with Jason Statham. Oh god, I like Jason. God, Statham, what a though. fucking trashy ass great Any... movie that was. Anywho. Moving on. Yeah, but no, yes. I, I I do think. Going back and rewatching it, there I find like plenty of plenty of issues with it, um, but it was entertaining when I watched it. There's also one scene that I I, I think it's been burned into my brain. Mm-hmm. Just I I don't think I can ever get it out, and I I really wish I knew exactly what this woman said verbatim, and I also want to know what she said in Japanese too because the English translation is fucking horrific. It was something to the I I don't even want to repeat it on here because I feel like the the episode's going to get flagged. Um but uh then yeah. It's like basically his second fight in the uh birdcage. Um mm. just go find it against the girl, the innocent girl that says the most heinous thing I've ever heard a human being utter. Just absolutely the, disgusting. And moving on from the most heinous thing you've ever heard, what's a What's the best anime to watch with your kids? If you have kids, this is Dead actually Man Wonderland. The... It's a wonderful yeah. start to it. Your classroom gets obliterated. <laughs> yeah, no, this was actually the question that was posed to me by a buddy of mine that I was genuinely at a blank for. Like I was like I was thinking yeah. to myself, okay, if you're if you're in the United States like we are, what is a show what is an anime that you can introduce to your kids that would be kid appropriate? And I was honestly drawing up blanks for maybe like 30 seconds before I came up with Pokemon. I think Pokemon is the best show that you can watch with your kids. Yeah. Because there is still like, if you go back and rewatch clips, like there's clips that are circulating all over Instagram and TikTok of just Ash Ketchum throwing the utmost hands to Misty and whoever else. Like, there is a good amount of comedy in that show that can appease to adults that I think that would kind of fly over the heads of kids. Yeah, Ash fucking dunked on Misty any chance that he got. Like, straight up just fucking put her in the ground. Yeah. Yeah, so I I think that there's enough in this show for adults as well as children. Um, The other thing that I took into consideration is there's not... Like, I don't know a lot of kids' shows, or, like, kids' anime shows, let alone kids anime shows that are dubbed in english mm-hmm. so like it's it's extremely hard and i'm when i say kid i mean like anywhere from the ages of like five to ten and so for me it was just kind of like when i got asked that question i was thinking to myself what would i recommend i don't know yeah probably pokemon yeah it's hard right because we i mean because we, we were talking about it even before this episode we started recording and it was like we were factoring in like okay not too much violence no ups, like obscenity really you don't want also any like blood yeah no no blood um not a lot no, of guns no weapon either. yeah like especially no um like sexualized characters or any sort of like scantily clad characters, which is why we didn't even bring up my hero because good God, uh, there's too much of that in there. Yeah. Um, my, my first thought was one that we had actually watched and, and loved, which is Onipan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just, it's not in English. So it'd be, it'd be hard to tell your kid, like we're sitting down and watch this and you got to read at the same time. Have fun kiddo. Um, yeah. 
so yeah, so I mean, yours was Pokemon. I I think that is probably the number one answer. Um, right. You could certainly look to like Western cartoons. Like you can you could do Avatar. You could do Legend of Korra. You could do a, a lot of different Western you know anime. Um, I, I would even say like even something like it's, I know it's older <laughs> and it looks like ass now, but uh, like Code Lyoko. <laughs> if you remember that show. Oh Jesus! Uh, fuck no! Please no! <laughs> I mean, uh, that's what I mean. Like, it just it, like it doesn't have to be that. But like, like I was trying, yeah. to think of, I was trying to think of anime to that level, and like, I just what was, was what was on for kids essentially? Yeah, WB twenty or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. No, but I, my only other one, and it's it's another just popular trading card video game series too, is Yu Gi Oh. Um, which we we found out uh, got a lot of censorship when it came over to the U.S., which is probably why my brain's like, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! is fine. But then yeah. my, my adult brain, though, uh, kind of reading between the lines, was like, you know, I think there's guns, and I think there's, like, other potential issues. And sure enough, we read an article that's like, they took out things that were sp- apparently paganist, and they also they took out... Uh, they fucking just... Xed Yugi's mom, <laughs> like entirely. Yeah, they just completely. I didn't even know Yugi had a mom. I didn't think he had. I thought he had a grandpa. I thought that was his yeah. only fucking. Fa- I thought the rest of his family was in the shadow realm. Uh, yep. Yeah, like they took away guns. Like there's a scene where, and it was two Kaiba Corp people. I'm pretty sure, and they were like pointing mm-hmm. guns, and then in the anime, they're just like you, fucking you. Yeah. <laughs> um, w WV for kids was just fucking wild. Yeah, with the, they, what they did. They they took a lot of liberties to be like we need to protect our kids finger guns, um, <laughs> that'll show them. Yeah, but Yu Gi Oh is like another entertaining one. Like I mean, I even go back and watch old Pokemon when I the the original series that um, I watched as a kid. Like it's it's fun. It's a good watch. Yu Gi Oh yeah. is the same too. I I, I like uh, the entertainment value. It's it's got Dragon Ball s stuff where fucking Yu Gi Oh matches last like twenty eight episodes for no goddamn reason. Uh, which is uh, as an adult you're like god move this along but like when you're a parent you're like sweet drag this shit out <laughs> like d- d- don't really I don't have to I yeah. don't have to pay attention yeah. and I can answer any questions I need yeah, I can take a nap for the next three hours while this oh Yugi, Yugi won shocker um, wow the bandana guy from the USA lost oh yeah. no <laughs> hey Joey I lost again I'm Joey speaking like Joey <laughs> Hey Joey. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, that that one is a hard one. I I do I do really wish that there were more, um, more. I wouldn't even want to say kid like specifically kid friendly, but more anime that we've watched that just hasn't been dubbed yet because it, it would be stuff that I think appropriate for kids. Like I mean, for me, Akabi Sailor Uniform is a perfect one. Like middle schools, you know, kids can relate. Um, there's really just nothing else to it other than just middle school kids being middle school kids going and just living their life. Uh, Oni Pond is the other great example. Two, there are three Oni girls trying to convince humans that Onis aren't bad and they have to put on leopard print pants to transform. <laughs> like, And they're not just like, hilarious. oh, it's not like uh, Yurusei Yatsuri or however no, you pronounce that yeah, it's not like It's not like a bikini. It's like they look no, like they, boxer shorts. <laughs> and they put them over their clothes. Like, they just put them yeah. on over their clothes, and then they transform into just being more powerful, basically. That's it. It's great. And, and they fucking transform into business women. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, it's like goofy. It's super goofy. I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's but yeah, I mean, I, I, I wish they were doing more, like, dubbing over of series like that, too, because it, it would be nice to have 
younger audiences getting into anime that's not overtly violent or um sexual yeah yeah basically yeah what are you gonna do I don't know, but we are going to move on to our last category. Um, last category is best overall anime. Now, Full this Metal Alchemist not... Brotherhood. Good night, folks. We'll see you next time. Now, yes, I, I assume that's your pick then. Yeah. So I don't, for... there's nothing much. What is, is there to say? Yeah, no, you're right. We've talked about Brotherhood. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Full Metal here not too long ago. But for me, like this category is just like over encapsulating. It doesn't have to be your favorite. It doesn't have to be like necessarily well no this is legitimately like what is the yeah, no, it's that not... you think has the yeah. least amount of faults in it and this is actually a show that we talked about relatively recently and by recently a month ago and for me it's pluto i honestly yeah. think pluto is one of the if not the best overall anime presentation wise music wise character wise story wise like everything about this show is so clean and refreshing and fantastic yeah. and it's only eight eight one hour episodes like it is open close it is done i think that this show has some of the most impressive visuals impressive voice acting and impressive just character development and building in a show period yeah i i know that um full metal alchemist brotherhood or full metal alchemist in general is a fantastic show. I would agree. I just rewatched it like late last year. I thought it, it's again, rewatched. It's yeah. a great phenomenal show. And I remember it was just a refresher as to why it was phenomenal. But to me, I think Pluto is kind of not necessarily a refresher of just like, Oh, it's, it's fantastic. But I, I think it's just like, this is a new gold standard. I think that not a lot of people have talked about this show, and I really wish they would, because this show, to me, and we said it on a different podcast episode, this is a new gold standard in anime. And and I really wish more people would go watch it, but I know that it's paywalled by Netflix, so yeah. maybe you're not going to go out and, and, and watch it. But the... I, I, I think that it is one of the best, if not the best, overall anime show in general. It's... And don't get me wrong, I, I think Pluto is an incredible anime. I mean, so much so that we both, in our, for the, the Baka Anime Awards, we gave it the Anime of the Year Award. Um, Correct. Because it was just that good. I, my biggest, and it's not even a fault of the anime, really. It, it, it's not. It's, a, it's more about the genre and the i guess overall theme of the anime and source material too that i just i don't think people immediately gravitate towards cuz it's it's the if you're not aware um for those listening i know you are i'm not saying you're stupid i mean i know you're stupid but you're not like how dare you dumb stupid um the creator of Pluto is also the creator of Monster, and Monster's another fantastic series. And it's people have, I know you've you're in the watched it would rather have read it bucket, mm -hmm. I think. Um, and my wife's in the has read it but still kind of wants to watch it. Um, 
So I don't I, know if I would have rather read monsters more of, I think that unless the source material gets rid of some of the bloat, it is pretty bloated and it doesn't need to include as much as it did. I think if it had yeah. cut some stuff out, it would have been a little bit more impactful. Yeah. But, um, that's really just to kind of set the, the background to my opinion on it, which is, I, I just, I don't think it gets the, credit it deserves because it is in a a genre in a a like just group of anime that are not highly sought after and are more like stumbled upon if that makes mm -hmm. sense yeah um because and i'm not saying this because it's like oh you're you're just saying it because it's just not a shonen no that's not true i it, something like monster and, and Pluto as well, it takes a bit to get into it. If you're not already in love with the genre or style to begin with. Like for me, I love mystery type anime, like anime that really doesn't unravel until towards the end. Like, and you have to do a lot of legwork as the viewer. Like I do love that type of anime to watch, especially when it's coupled with, a really enthralling story and really good characters, which both monster and Pluto have. I think the problem is that people on paper look at it and it's like, eh, mystery about robots. Eh, okay, maybe. And they just yeah. don't give it the try, especially like, again, because if you don't know the, the author and, and what, what their other work is, um, if you're not familiar with the the story itself of Pluto as well, uh, it could could keep you away. I mean, I had just found it because I was like, oh, it's by the author of Monster. I'm like, okay, that should be really good. I was it. just like, you need to watch. Yeah, this. and and yes, and you kept saying, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. And I was and I was planning on doing it too. I mean, Netflix was basically just like, you're a weeb. You watch this shit. Here you go. Um, and I was like, all right, fine. But but again, like I I had some knowledge to a degree of what Pluto was in that I I knew the the creator I knew very 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 limited what it was about but it, again I like it was a genre and a type of anime that I do enjoy which is like the mystery thriller type which is a rarity too we don't get a lot of those right. So, I think that's just the biggest fault of it. And again, it's not a fault of its own. It's just kind of a, a it's sort of just the sin it was born with, if that makes sense, right? Like, it's just, it, it's nothing it can do about it because you can't change, you can't just be like, oh, just kidding, haha, this is a, sh a, a shonen type and uh, there's a... Uh, Here's Astro five, Boy. Yeah, Astro Boy. Everyone knows that, right? Like, they can't just mask it. Yeah. So that's why, I mean, for me, like, overall, um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is, is still going to sit at the top. I don't think there's been an anime that can really take it. There's plenty that are, like, extremely close, right? Yeah. And, and one day, you know, I might just start interchanging them out. Who knows? But for, for top to bottom... I don't think you could get as perfect of an anime than Full Metal Alchemist. Just again, the entry of viewers, 
all the way through, you know, its story, its characters. Um, it, it's just, it's checks every single box you want when you're going down the list. Yep. Yep. And speaking of perfect, thank you. You perfect little peaches for joining us this week. We greatly appreciate you listening this far. Uh, if you want more content, we are posting twice a day uh, short reels on YouTube and TikTok. So if you're interested in short form content, find us there, Bakako News on TikTok, and you're already here for YouTube uh, Bakako Podcast. Um, we will be back next week with a brand new episode. So until next time, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bacca! Bacca, no, no.